Well, it's almost ergonomic season. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Problem Solved, the IISE podcast, a special episode previewing what's to come at the Applied Ergonomics Conference 2023, taking place March 27th through the 30th at the Hyatt Regency, New Orleans. I'm David Brandt, and in this special episode, I'll be getting the inside scoop with two leaders from the conference committee, the current conference chair, Mark Benden from Texas A&M University, and the incoming chair, Catherine Ray from Sandalwood Engineering and Ergonomics. And you can save on registration when you sign up by March 19th for Applied Ergo 2023. Just visit IISE.org slash AEC slash register to learn more. In the meantime, let's learn more about this year's Applied Ergonomics Conference. Mark and Catherine, thanks for joining us today. I have been attending the Applied Ergonomics Conference myself for a number of years, so I'm really excited to talk about the preview of the 2023 conference, and we'll certainly get into my favorite part of it, which is the Ergo Cup. But uh, before we get there, we've been to New Orleans before. We were last in New Orleans for this conference in 2019. Uh, How does it feel to take the conference back to the Crescent City? Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Catherine, I'm sure you're excited too, just to get a chance to be in person and, you know, coming out of COVID and all of that mess. It's wonderful to uh, be in such a social, fun city for the conference, uh, be able to hang out with everybody and see see old friends. So very excited about it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great time and and hopefully see a lot more people even this year than we did last year. And, and New Orleans is such a great spot to uh, to meet with people. So I'm excited as well. Any local sites, restaurants, tourist attractions you guys are hoping to catch uh, after hours? I mean, I definitely have to go get my uh, beignets at Cafe du Monde, of course. <laughs> but uh, it somehow or another, especially with so many students going along, I always end up on Bourbon Street. And uh, <laughs> I think that's supposed to be like Vegas. You know, what happens on Bourbon Street stays on Bourbon Street. I think that's how that goes. So. That's a good policy. I think that's a good <laughs> policy. <laughs> yeah, beignets are top of my list as well, actually. But uh, I do think the... Um, uh, Creole Queen uh, Jazz and Dinner Cruise is going to be a lot of fun uh, Tuesday night of the conference, and hopefully a lot of people sign up for that and, and join us. Yes. Excellent. Uh, Mark, I know for a fact you've served in different roles over the years relative to this conference. I was wondering if you could elaborate on the sort of professionals who take up roles on the conference committee and uh, provide some details about what exactly they work on over the many months to prepare and execute this conference. Absolutely. It's really exciting to think about, you know, going to this conference, but for the volunteers and the folks who help on it year round um, at the conference, they're already working on the next year's conference. And so during the conference, they're they're having meetings and they're, uh, of course, attending, you know, some of the talks and some of the social activities and kind of refining and, and fine tuning what's coming next. And some of those things are catered to the specific city. Uh, that we're going to be in. And other things, of course, are are really dependent on new technologies, new things that are happening in the field. And so we're always trying to kind of have the the mixing, if you will, of, of research in the applied area of ergonomics, but also just getting out and, and getting to know people who are doing the hard work. Uh, I know many of those people are part of our Ergo Cup competition. And it's fantastic to get to interact with them and see the things that they're building on a daily basis in their workplaces. So it's very exciting. Catherine, I know you're going to be the chair next year for the 2024 conference. So tell me a little bit about what you're anticipating and what you're already sort of mentally preparing to work on uh, as we uh, get to the 23 conference. 
Well, that's the beauty about having a team of, of uh, chairs of the conference to work with. You, you get some time to learn and then you get time to prepare for uh, the conference that you get to be the chair for, which is the 2024 conference in Louisville. So uh, I've learned and I'm still learning a lot from uh, Mark and Monica and, uh, and how to prepare for a conference. And actually, we've also started talking about maybe even doing some early uh, networking and reconnaissance for the, the future city. So that we can make sure we engage um, local academic programs, engage, you know, business and professional associations and economic development groups so that we can really bring as much of the local um, community into the conference and appeal to folks in the area. Excellent. And David, that's a that's a great point that Catherine's making about the the area and the folks that are, you know, we're trying to connect with and dial into. So we, you know, we always make a point of reaching out at, at this conference to folks who maybe are going to be local to the next conference or the one after that. And the professionals that that seem to really get excited about doing all of this work, they, they run the gamut because you've got so many different uh, groups and, um, you know, committees that are part of the conference that make up the entire conference that, you know, if you're, really into socializing and networking and you like to put on a party, well, we've got a group for you. You know, if you're really into the technical ergonomics or research and you want to run a, a master track or a round table with, uh, you know, a bunch of folks who are at the top of their field in a particular research niche, we've got a spot for you, right? So, I mean, there's there's definitely uh, opportunities and and I would say even across the full span of folks' careers, because even though you may not be, you know, uh, three years out of college, ready to chair one of these committees for a for a national or an international conference, you certainly can help out and be on the committee and help out and do some of the legwork that goes on throughout the year. And then, of course, we would hope you would grow through time and maybe eventually end up being one of those uh, chairs of one of those committees. So lots of chances for folks to uh, volunteer and plug in. Just watch out if you have a good idea or a good presentation, because Mark and I will chase you down and and make you volunteer as uh, uh, for the conference and on a committee, because we sure. uh, we always like to build our, our team and have uh, a diverse group of people driving the conference. Well, and I know, too, we're looking for student volunteers for this year's conference, and I'm sure that'll be the case uh, in 2024 as well. What sort of things can students bring to the table? What can they contribute to the conference and what do they ultimately get to take away from the conference? Well, certainly energy. We we love to have our students there because they they really uh, they're seeing things in many cases for the first time. Uh, for for a lot of the students who come to Applied Ergonomics, it's their first professional conference that they've ever attended. And so they're getting a chance to see people in the industry. Uh, they're getting a chance to see vendors and exhibitors and, of course, all of the professionals and the academics uh, all in one spot. And um, I think, you know, having those students uh, sort of be the future, if you will, of our field, uh, it invigorates all of us um, who maybe are at a little different point in our career. And uh, we get a chance to see the, the world of ergonomics through their eyes. And so it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We won't say what points in the career by, by any stretch. We don't wanna, I was going to tell Mark to speak for himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Catherine still attends the early career workshops, but uh, they, they, don't, they, don't, they stop me at the door now. They don't let me at the door. <laughs> they, they've caught on to you, Mark. I think it's yeah, what happened. <laughs> well, let's walk through the schedule a little bit and hit some of this year's highlights. Uh, let's start with the pre-conference workshops, for example. What's on deck there and what advantage can 
and attendees gain by signing up to participate in these workshops ahead of the official conference? So the nice thing about the the pre-conference workshops is that the team that uh, works on recruiting those and developing those all year long, create an environment where you have a half day to a full day to really dive deeply into a topic. And the goal of these pre-conference workshops is to range from introductory or, or beginner type ergonomics topics all the way through to advanced topics so that anybody in that spectrum that attends the conference can take advantage of these. Uh, every year we run a, a pre-conference workshop for those who are looking to become a, a board certified professional ergonomist. And this, there's an exam prep and all-day exam prep uh, course that's available to professionals. Uh, this year, we've got one on leadership principles and applications for uh, applying that to an ergonomics program. We've got a really interesting one on wearable sensors, and, and that has a multi-company panel where folks can uh, come and learn about different products and how different companies are, are using those. And then we also have one on ergonomics and task analysis tools, which is a staple for professionals in our field uh, in terms of evaluating and assessing risk. So we've got some really exciting workshops uh, in the queue. I know I'm thinking about uh, the facility tours as well. And um, anyone who regularly listens to the podcast knows that we're big space fans on Problem Solved. Um, coincidentally, uh, we were in Orlando for the 2022 conference, trying to keep all my years straight. Uh, we were in Orlando for 2022. So um, Keith Albertson and I went over to Kennedy Space Center the day after the Uru conference uh, had ended. And we got a behind the scenes tour of Kennedy Space Center. Um, we got to learn so much more about the Artemis mission. Um, and for anyone listening, you can uh, go back to our season three finale and hear more about that. Um, but we're kind of bringing space into the fold once again. We're taking attendees on a tram tour of now NASA's um, Mashoud facility. And um, we're also going to be visiting a local CentOS facility as well. And I believe we have others on tap. So talk to me a little bit about the facility tours, what uh, what we have on deck for that. So the, the ones you mentioned, obviously, are, are world renowned. And I think everyone will be excited about that. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. We, you know, we had an astronaut speak last year. We've got an engineer this year that's working on the Orion program. So uh, space continues to be a theme for applied ergonomics, and and you know there's just so many things that that uh, tie us to that particular discipline. Um, but one of the other facilities, the uh, Latrum that we'll be touring, you know, they have a manufacturing facility that includes making a lot of the equipment that ergonomists are are typically used to calling on things like conveyors and systems like that. So moving materials, uh, manual handling. And so I think that's going to be very exciting for a lot of our members is a chance to, you know, be there in a facility like that and see some of those things produced and of course utilized uh, right at the, the ground level. So it's always good to get out, um, you know, kind of get away from the, the hotel and, and get out in the community and, and see some things. And, and these tours are going to be fantastic this year. We're, we're really excited about it. Some of the tours allow us to, to take a look at some mature programs. Sintas, for example, is uh, we have a keynote that from the company. We have Ergo Cup entries from that company. And now we have a, a tour in one of their facilities. And, and that allows folks to go and see, you know, how a mature program looks and how those uh, programs are put in place and, uh, you know, in real live examples. And that's invaluable for, for delegates. 
Excellent. Uh, yeah, the NASA Mashud assembly plant, uh, CentOS Corporation, location 544, and Interlocks. So uh, so three great facility tours. Um, registration is required for each of those, just for anyone listening. Uh, make sure you uh, jump in there, get, get your seat. Uh, it's it's going to be a great time and certainly a lot to learn. Relative to these facility tours, we've also actually got a couple of keynote speakers who come from uh, these uh, resources. Uh, one is a human factors design engineer for the Orion program at Lockheed Martin Space. Uh, we also have the safety and health uh, director from CentOS. Uh, so tell our audience a little bit more about these speakers and what you uh, expect attendees will be able to learn from them. Both of the keynote speakers provide really interesting perspectives. Um, LaShawn providing a human factors and ergonomics application into space and design of uh, vehicles and interfaces for people traveling into space. And that's a really unique perspective that uh, we don't always get to hear. So we're really excited to have her. She has spoken to our student and young professional group in the past and, and has really been well received. Uh, so I think that's going to be fantastic. And as I mentioned earlier, um, Stephen Jenkins from CentOS has a very developed and mature program and really can help share some of those stories and successes and, and how to get maybe from where some folks who are very new to developing programs at their employers, how to get those uh, brought along and um, uh, to the point of, of best in class like uh, CentOS. It's a personal pleasure for me to see LaShawn up there. She's a former student from Texas A&M. And so the, the chance to see these uh, just thriving young professionals out, just knocking it dead out there is, is uh, it's really, really exciting. And so I think, um, I think she'll be in, in particularly in hot demand from our student group we're bringing. So we're really looking forward to uh, getting a chance for them to interact with her after her speech. And she'll be first in line to flag you on the early career sessions. You're not allowed to go to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I mentioned earlier on, in the podcast, I love the Ergo Cup, um, witnessing the finalists present and all of the innovations they come up with every year. It's it's stunning and amazing. And they come from all these companies I know and all these brand names that I recognize. And it's so fascinating to learn just how much energy and effort goes into creating new processes and, and developing new ways uh, for people to work and to uh, accomplish uh, various processes and operations. So um, tell me a little bit about what you expect from this year's competition, because like I say, it's stunning to meet every individual one of them and you never know who's going to come out on top until the very end. Yeah, I, I can give you just kind of off the top of my head, some of the company names, and then I'll let Catherine give you some of the breakdown of the, the counts of the projects and stuff. So we, we mentioned CentOS before, but also Coca-Cola, GE, Honda, John Deere, Lockheed Martin, Tesla, Toyota, Volkswagen, you know, they, these companies continue, many of them to come back. And uh, I'll tell you what, when you're there and you sense the level of competition between them and the work that goes on, because keep in mind, most of these projects have been going on for more than a year of work to actually do the thing in the plant, right, that's been accomplished and improved. And now they're finally kind of bringing it out on the on the roadshow for the Ergo Cup. It's 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 my favorite part of the conference every year because it's the the one place I can walk around very quickly as an ergonomist and literally within minutes in someone's booth learn a new technique, a new method, a new approach, a new tool, um, a new way to solve a problem. And so it is absolutely invaluable uh, for me professionally. But like I say, just from an inspiration standpoint, uh, it's it's really neat. 
It's so true. I, I don't think there's uh, anybody I've spoken to that has experienced the Applied er- Ergonomics Conference that hasn't felt that the Ergo Cup was uh, the, the crown jewel of the conference, if you will, and that it doesn't matter if you're new to your career or you've been you know, practicing ergonomics for a very long time or you've been teaching ergonomics for a very long time. What you can learn in, in going around uh, the exhibit hall and talking to those finalists in the Ergo Cup uh, categories is is immense and also also as uh, mark said it provides a real boost and inspiration to really go back and and do better with uh, your own work and your own practice and so this year we can expect uh, about 50 ergo cup finalists in our exhibit hall and they compete in different categories including team driven solutions uh, team driven solutions where they've had internal competition so some of these companies actually hold their own ergo cup competition over the year and bring their best of the best uh, to our conference. Uh, We also have a a category for engineering and ergonomist driven, both um, without internal competitions and with. And we also have a category for ergonomics program improvements. And so you'll see the the wide spectrum of solutions and uh, and really um, be inspired. Included in those 50 folks are five international uh, and one from Hawaii. I, I don't know why that's listed, maybe because it's so far as considered international. But we also tend to get a nice uh, international influence in the Ergo Cup competition as well. I don't know if we've had a lot of uh, Hawaii entrants for the Ergo Cup. So, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's exciting to point out, I think. <laughs> Maybe we'll recruit them for hosts for uh, future yes. conferences. Hey, there we go. I think that's going to that's, that's that's ring true to a lot of people who uh, certainly like the warmer weather in, in yeah. March. <laughs> well, um, what other features then? There's so much to this conference. And um, what else can participants or potential attendees enjoy uh, even leading up to this event? Um, what uh, I know we've got some networking opportunities. I know we've got obviously the exhibit hall where the Urger Cup will be, you know, in that same space as well. So you can not only witness the Urger Cup finalists and their innovations, but you can also meet and chat with our exhibit hall and our exhibitors for the conference. So uh, what else is going on? What can uh, people uh, anticipate? in the weeks to come. So at our virtual event on the panel, we'll have folks from uh, NIOSH, Amazon, um, OcuPro, Tesla, and even Texas A&M University, an assistant professor there that actually won the new investigator award last year. So it'll be very exciting, uh, this, this, this panel, this opportunity. Yeah, I think the virtual networking event is a real uh, great opportunity for folks to take, take a look at what we're doing in the conference and maybe make plans for future conferences for themselves. It may also appeal to some of the international delegates who who still can't quite get uh, traveling across the pond to, uh, to join us in in the United States, but, but may get some content through this uh, group as well. So I, I think it's a fantastic event and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I'm certainly enthusiastic about coming to yet another. This is probably my 10th Applied Ergonomics Conference. So, uh, I, but like I say, I'm always looking forward to it. The energy there is is amazing, um, whether it's the Ergo Cup, whether it's just the attendees in general. I think everybody's just excited, certainly in the, the times we've had in recent years where it's been virtual and gradually coming back together. And I think now everybody's really happy just to be in the same area, same space and uh, enjoy learning from each other and um, taking back with them all kinds of solutions. So if you haven't registered yet, I highly recommend it. Uh, advanced rates will be available through March 19th and you can register at 
iise.org slash AEC slash register. It's the 26th Applied Ergonomics Conference 2023, March 27th through the 30th at the Hyatt Regency, New Orleans in Louisiana. Mark and Catherine, thank you so much for taking the time. And we certainly look forward to seeing you guys in late March. Can't wait to see you. Take care. We'll see you there. You've been listening to Problem Solved, the IISE podcast, a production of the Institute of Industrial and Systems Engineers in Norcross, Georgia. We hope you'll share this and other Problem Solved episodes with your friends and colleagues. Learn more about sponsorship and advertising opportunities, as well as how you can become a member of IISE by visiting podcast.iise.org.